All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey. Live every weekday at noon Eastern. Welcome into a special edition of Daily Faceoff Live. Tyler Yurevchuk and Frank Saravalli with you from just a scorching hot Florida. Uh, Frank, I'm an Edmonton guy. You can't send me from minus 20 to plus 25 in 24 hours, but it's warm here. Yeah, it's, uh, what's that, 80 degree difference for you? It's a lot, maybe more than that. Yeah. It's, uh, it is a ton. So welcome to Florida, your first time in Florida, and welcome to NHL All-Star Weekend as the festivities get rolling today. Media Day on Thursday, skills competition on Friday, and then the All-Star Game itself on Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a jam-packed weekend, and speaking of welcoming to All-Star Weekend, Rasmus Dahlin is going to be making an appearance at the event. His teammate, Tage Thompson, will not be able to attend, so the Swedish defenseman Rasmus Dahlin gets in, which is great. What a nod. I mean, he's had an unbelievable season. Yeah, totally well-deserved. It's just a shame that it comes at the expense of Tage Thompson, who's had an absolutely magical season, goes down with injury. So close to getting to All-Star Weekend in the last game against the Carolina Hurricanes. So a uh, really tough break for Tage Thompson, and I think we're all waiting to find out what exactly is the timetable for Tage Thompson to return because he's such a big part of the Buffalo Sabres and their unexpected playoff push. Yeah, I'm sure Sabres fans will take Thompson missing an All-Star game if it means he's good to go for the playoff push for the Buffalo Sabres. Let's throw two minutes and 30 seconds up on the clock and dig into some of the storylines we're keeping an eye on around the league, Frank, starting with the NHL's NHLPA search for a new exec- executive director. You had Zach Hyman, Oilers forward, on your new podcast, Frankly Speaking, this week. You asked him about it. He made it sound like they were getting kind of close. Do you have any other updates? Yeah, this is potentially a really big day for the National Hockey League Players Association. 
They have their executive board meeting here in South Florida. Not everyone will be present. There's 32 representatives, one from each of the teams. Some will be joining by phone, some will be joining virtually, some of course will be here in South Florida. And basically the search committee, which is comprised of approximately 10 current players, has been hard at work since basically Don Fear uh, allowed it to go to a search committee to replace him last year. That was sometime around April or May. And so that search committee then was formed. They've been working behind the scenes since then to put forward the next executive director. And we believe that person that the selection committee is going to put forward is Marty Walsh, the former mayor of Boston, the current US Secretary of Labor, uh, a pro-union guy his entire career uh, in the political sphere. And I think where it gets really interesting, Tyler, is where does this go from here? So the selection committee has done its job. They put forth that person that they believe is the correct choice. But does the executive board then rubber stamp it today? Does it go to a full membership-wide vote? Will they have a chance to look at some of the other candidates that were included in the process? So uh, there's a whole bunch of layers of this onion still to peel back, and we won't know more until later this afternoon as to exactly which direction the NHLPA is going to go. In terms of the PA and this person's role, maybe just explain to a casual hockey fan, is there anything imminent that the PA is kind of looking at, or is this one of those things that, you know, he'll be in place and the casual hockey fan won't hear about him until the next labor lockout? Oh, no, I mean, that's part of it for yeah. sure, and I think everyone already has their eyes on what that might look yeah. like, but even just in a real uh, sense of how this could impact uh, teams and fans this summer, think about the salary cap yeah. and the negotiation that would likely have to occur between the NHL and the NHLPA just to get that salary cap moving forward, which we all think it's beyond time to do so after a third straight year in a flat cap world. So whether it's that, the salary cap, or some medical issues and concerns, think back to Jack Eichel and his choice for yeah. a neck surgery. There's a lot of different wheels in motion and the business part of it. You want to see the salary cap grow up, you got to keep growing the game. So that's another big part of their push to get this next person, the new blood, fresh blood, in place for the NHLPA. Don Fear was saying when he took over in 2011, oh, I'm only going to be here for a short period of time. We were thinking 2013 lockout and out. Yeah. 12 years later, here we are, Don Fear still in place. And by the way, not in South Florida. Yeah, not in South Florida. Uh, let's move along to something outside of the NHL, and that's Connor Bedard. I mean, last night at the Saddle Dome in Calgary on national TV in Canada as well, Connor Bedard puts on an absolute show. He extends his point streak to 35 games. How about this? 44 goals during that 35-game point streak. It's remarkable. And he caps off the night in front of a sold-out Saddle Dome crowd with the shootout goal as well. Uh, the Pats go on to win the game. It was unbelievable and another reminder of why so many teams are falling hard for Bedard. Yeah, I mean, look, the best part about Connor Bedard is maybe he has this magical sense for the moment. You think of the biggest games in the World Juniors. You think of now this opportunity selling out the Saddle Dome. This is the Bedard barnstorming yeah. tour. He's been absolutely incredible at every stop. And um, you mentioned the point streak. Like we're approaching like Joe DiMaggio numbers in <laughs> terms of uh, a streak, like 35. Like it's like without even blinking. Like we're, he comes back from World Junior. What does he have? A six point night to sell? Like it's, it's nuts. Every time you turn around, it's something incredible that you go, wow, how did that happen? And so obviously NHL teams are keeping a very close eye on it. You know, I think one part about the Bedard story that's probably been undertold is his loyalty to Regina. Yeah. They play in one of the smaller markets in the dub, and he's had an opportunity, if he wanted to, to get traded. 
but he wanted to remain in Regina and what he's done for that league since then just from my pure business perspective every stop along the schedule as you go through these markets yeah. he's pulling in huge numbers people want to come see Connor Bedard they want to get a sense of who is going to be the next one the next generational superstar to play in the NHL. And so 17,000 plus in the Saddle Dome for a junior wow. hockey game. I mean, what other country would you see that in, <laughs> by the way? Uh, it's just an incredible show, not just from Bedard, but also the hockey fans in Calgary that want to show up. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite something. And now they still- he goes to Vancouver, right? Well, yeah, he's still gonna go to Vancouver. I know I've seen some tweets about Medicine Hat and Lethbridge. They're already sold out as well. It's standing room only for the game in Red Deer. It's crazy what he's done. For this league and I like that you mentioned he stayed in Regina because it reminds me of Connor McDavid as well he did I know a little bit different because Erie was really competitive right up until the very end of his time there but he stayed in Erie the whole time he never searched to go to a London or Peterborough or a bigger market like that and that loyalty is something that I'm sure whichever fan base gets a hold of Bedard in the draft will uh, learn to appreciate going to the NHL slate last night Frank there was really only one game of consequence and it was the Bruins trying to keep or sorry the Leafs I should say trying to keep like a slim look at the top of the division alive that didn't happen the Bruins win the game 5-2 and it's not gonna happen now you're right they're now 13 points back Boston has a game in hand that division is all but wrapped up but I want to talk including the playoff spots we can almost pencil in the matchups right now Leafs lightning Bruins wild card boom that's it that's all she wrote if I was playing out this season on NHL 23 I'd be simming the rest of the regular season because there's just you're no point guy, in playing huh? it exactly uh, but I want to talk about that in that game two goals for Pavel Zaka and this is a guy who I mean that trade in the offseason was an interesting one Holla for Zaka straight up one for one and now you look at what the Bruins have got there the extension for Zaka as well it feels like they may have gotten like the perfect complementary piece for their higher-end players in Zaka yeah I think a lot of people were looking at the contract extension that Pavel Zaka signed earlier in 2023 in January four times four seven five and they were like what where did that come from? That is a lot of dollars and a lot of term to commit to a guy that's mostly been a 35-point scorer consistently. Like, you could set your watch, death taxes at Pavel Zaka, scoring 35 points yeah. in the NHL until this season. So, a huge game for him to head into the All-Star break in what's been an absolute confidence-building year. And you were guys were talking about Yesipoli RV as part of our Deadline Countdown series in Wednesday's show, yeah. and I was saying... You know, maybe Puglia-Arby is a close facsimile, potentially. Everyone's been pointing to Valerie Nachushkin in terms of, hey, maybe you could unlock the next Nachushkin and Puglia-Arby. And I could see from a pure sort of body and stylistic fit perspective. But I also think of Zaka, who was taken with the sixth overall pick one year prior to Puglia-Arby in the 2015 draft. And I think about the expectations that were put on Zaka to, to perform in New Jersey. Yeah. He really struggled to get through uh, that all of the weight of that. And so now he goes to Boston, he has a clean slate, a fresh start, a change of scenery, and now is in a spot where, hey, he's already hit that 35 point mark. He's about to close in on a new career high. He's uh, knocking on the door of a new career high in goal. Yeah. So Zaka has been incredibly impressive and a guy that younger guy, slow 25, that Boston kind of needs to plug into that lineup for the next number of years at the center position 
if he plays there, depending on what happens with Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. Well, yeah, and it's not like this is a guy who's 28-29 and just randomly having a career year. Like, there was that bit of a baseline here, and maybe now just that change of scenery like we've seen so often with young players is really benefiting Zaka, and hopefully it continues to benefit the Bruins. They were a team that we kind of thought, oh, they're itching to get Bo Horvat. He would have been a dream fit. Just quickly as we wrap this one up, who's their pivot player? Who knows? Yeah, I, I struggle with that. I still think it's a center. Um, I, man, I wonder what Ryan O'Reilly would look like there, but I also just don't think it's a long-term fit and it's a ton of assets to, to put out. I just wonder, too, like, you mess with the chemistry potentially. I can see with Horvath because you're thinking, all right, he's going to be here for the next eight years. Yeah. Let's bring him in. But for a rental, like, that throws everything off, and that team's had some incredible mojo really since puck drop this year. Yeah, it's been uh, last dance vibes is and what keeps getting thrown around. Brad Marchand, is there anyone more fun on social media right now? It's unbelievable. I mean, he no one is safe from Brad Marchand's I, I'm, like, fingers. afraid to tweet. Like, yeah. I'm going to get a zinger from BMAR63. Uh, let's stick with the deadline talk and stick with the St. Louis Blues, actually. You mentioned Ryan O'Reilly, but another name who's starting to pop up a little bit more in trade conversations is Nico Mikola, the defenseman, defense first defenseman as well is probably a fair way to put it, but give us kind of the scouting report on Mikola and why contenders are itching to get this guy. Yeah, I would say a defensive defenseman is a really fair way to put it. I think he's sort of the ideal third pair defenseman. He's not going to wow you in any one category of his game. He's not, you know, super overly physical. He's not a great puck mover. But he's steady, he's predictable, and those are things that you want if you're on a coaching staff or a team that's heading into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Is if you've got a deficiency or a weakness in your third pair, that that's the type of guy that you'd like to plug in. He has a little bit of size, he has uh, just a little bit of playoff experience on his resume that I think helps as well. And he's sort of one of those understated um, guy that's not going to be generating a ton of buzz and attention, but I think one of those under-the-radar candidates to be adding to your team. And as a pending UFA at a very low contract hit, uh, $1.9 yeah. that he's in a spot where not going to hurt you acquisition cost-wise. He's not going to hurt you on the cap. They say when you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs, you can never have too many defensemen. And I would put Nico Mikola in that category as, to me, I think the St. Louis Blues are the team to watch over the next days and weeks because I believe their GM, Doug Armstrong, is getting antsy. They headed into the break, they lost five straight. They were in a spot where I think he wants to shake things up. And so you've got a ton of guys that could potentially be on the move. Ryan O'Reilly, Ivan Barbashev, Vladimir Tarasenko, Noel Achari is gonna be added to our trade targets board on Friday. And Nico Mikola is a guy that, I don't know, I think you could do worse than pick up him on the back end. 1.9 million, you keep half of that, all of a sudden every contender in the league can squeeze them in if you take a contract back. Is there any team in particular or a couple of teams that you look at and go, those are the guys, those are the GMs who will be hunting hard for him? Yeah, I could see him being a lowercase fit in Edmonton. Uh, maybe not a super sexy pickup like we were just talking about. But name a contending team, and I think yeah. almost everyone can use this guy in your 5, 6, 7 spot. All right, fair enough. Nico Mikola will have a new trade targets board coming out tomorrow on dailyfaceoff.com, and we'll break it all down on another edition of DFO Live coming live again tomorrow at noon Eastern. Let's switch gears into our Daily Faceoff inbox question today, hashtag AskDFO, and it's brought to you by our friends at Montana's, montanas.ca, and their fantastic lineup of daily deals. Also, head to Daily Faceoff on Instagram and Twitter. Find out how you could win yourself a $25 gift card to Montana's as well. $25 gift card. You could make those all-you-can-eat wings or all-you-can-eat ribs go a long way. By the way, the... Um the $5 tacos, that gets you five meaty tacos, that gift card at Montana. Right now, if you gave me $25, I would spend it all on ice water. 
that is how hard I'm sweating. I, uh, I mean, do I look like a peach here? I'm starting to see some sweat here. Our inbox question today is about Mark Stone, the news he's undergoing surgery. He underwent surgery. He underwent surgery, sorry, and there's a chance that the Golden Knights are going to put him on LTIR for the rest of the regular season. So the question is, if Stone is on LTIR, who is the dream deadline target for the Golden Knights? So two things. One, uh, the Golden Knights, if you missed the report, said that he's going to be out indefinitely. Yeah. And they kind of played coy about that. They said it, they expect him to make a full recovery. But when is that full recovery? Is it before the regular season ends? Is it sometime during the playoffs? Or is it next season? Either way, I think the Golden Knights have a prime opportunity to keep Mark Stone and his back injury out at least until the playoffs if they wanted to, which would open up nine and a quarter million dollars for the team that likes to go after it almost like no one else in, in the NHL. They are hungry to win, and the guy for me, also a right winger, got lots of glitz and glamour, Patrick Kane. 100%. It just makes sense. Jack Eichel and Patrick Kane, two of the better, maybe the best American board players uh, when it's all said and done together on the line. Could you imagine the magic? And the glitter, Showtime in, in Vegas, like, yeah. it just makes sense. It makes so much sense. That was honestly the only name I had written down because it just feels like a Vegas kind of acquisition when you think back to all the players they've picked up. Patrick Kane is the guy, Patrick Kane is the fit, and I would imagine he'd be open to going there as well. I would think so, but here's the thing. He's probably not a re-sign candidate because yeah. unless Stone is out for potentially way longer his career, which we don't believe that's the case, yeah. I don't know how you would be able to fit him in, but here's where it gets really interesting for Vegas. If you were to take Kane's $10.5 million and chop it in half, Chicago retains half, then you'd still have some change to go out and add a defenseman that we were talking about as their top deadline objective before this stone injury. Fascinating stuff. It'd be something, and that Pacific Division would get really interesting if Vegas could add a piece like Patrick Kane and maybe something else on top of it. Wrapping it up with Garbage Time, which is brought to you by our friends at Points Bet Canada. Live odds on the Stanley Cup, the divisions, and all the individual awards as well. on.pointsbet.ca. Frank, I'm taking this one. It's only my second time covering All-Star Weekend. It's my first time getting a chance to cover it with Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin here. In their 18th seasons in the league, Frank, this is only the seventh time Ovechkin will be playing in it. Only, and Crosby's only played in four in his career before. So I just think it's really unique that, you know, these two legends of the game, first ballot Hall of Fame locks, are gonna be here in Florida. And I think one, it's a comment on when you put it in a place like Florida, attendance goes up a little bit. But I'm just really excited for the opportunity to see these two guys on the ice together. And it's maybe one of the last times we'll ever get to see it. Yeah, and you know what? I think this is also a sneaky byproduct of the NHL's bye week. Yeah. Because if you're able to put, as they did with the schedule this year, the bye week either on the front half of the All-Star break or the second half, basically you're able to sell these guys on, hey, Go down to an island somewhere for the first few days of the bye week and then come to All-Star and when you go back to your team, you will still be refreshed. That was one of the hardest things for Crosby and Ovechkin. Guys that play a ton of minutes, the wear and tear, we've seen them skip and be suspended in previous years because they just said, you know what, it's not worth it. I need the break. I'm not going to go to All-Star weekend. And so the bye week opens that up. And by the way, you get a little taste of South Florida as well. So I got to ask you. You know, you had a little trip to Walmart this morning. Yeah. Tyler Ramchuk, Florida man. What do you think about 
I was gonna say, I felt like running to the Walmart to pick up some last minute camera gear. A Florida Walmart. If those walls could talk, Frank, they would have some great stories. Excited for the day. We have media coverage. You going to the beach? I will be in the beach because I'm so dang hot that I need to cool off a little bit. I'm just gonna stick the camera gear right in the sand and jump right in. Uh, but we'll be back again tomorrow, noon Eastern time. We'll have a ton of content coming on our social channels throughout the day as well. A big thank you to Montana's and points about everyone who's watching on the Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube streams for Frank Zarabali. I'm Tyler Uremchuk. Florida man, Tyler Uremchuk. We'll be back with a new edition of the show tomorrow. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.